Um, does anyone here have any uh, New Year's resolutions? Yeah? Oh, that's right. I heard you one. I have a New Year's. Oh, it's not really a New Year's resolution. I want to buy a, a dishwasher. I'm sick of doing dishes. That's it. I have three children. It's like trying to, trying to bath them and then after that trying to sum up some sort of energy to do the dishes is like... So I said to my wife, look, we're buying a dishwasher, all right? It's the word of the Lord. You want to HP it? My wife doesn't like HP. I don't care. I'm going to HP it. I want one of those one of those two dish ones. I don't know. I was like, man, where, I, I never had a dishwasher growing up. These were the dishwashers growing up. And they're still dishwashers growing up. And I'm like, flip, man. When I used to go over to people's houses when I was young, I used to think, if you had a dishwasher, that you were rich. Like, wow. So when I get a dishwasher, everyone will know on Facebook that I've made it. I've made it. I don't care about buying a house or in that. I've got a dishwasher. I've made it. No more dishwashing for these hands. Um, but my name is Patsy anyway, and uh, I have a beautiful wife named Amanda. Uh, and we live in Porirua, the beautiful city of Porirua. And, uh, and we've been here for about six years. We have three, three beautiful children, um, and they're around somewhere. Um, one of them was in there. Is this, she still in there? Yeah. And the other two are causing trouble somewhere. Um, but we've just uh, come back from an amazing holiday in Topol. And uh, when we go to Topol, we have uh, our church up there is C3 Church. Uh, my, my brother-in-law, uh, he pastors a church up there. And uh, he's doing an amazing job. Uh, so make sure you guys check them out. Uh, Pastor Mark and Sarah Percy, they're doing great stuff up there. I had the privilege of, uh, of, of ministering every time I go up there. We did carols on, on Saturday night and we did carols on Sunday morning. Um, and it was great. It was great to be in the house, a full house. And uh, they're just doing great stuff up there. So make sure you check them out. Doing great, doing uh, a great job. Um, and they're about to, I think they've just outgrown their building and they're sort of stepping into something like this. So it's exciting. It's exciting. So uh, make sure you guys check them out when they're up there. Uh, but we're going to read out of Acts 3. If anyone bought your Bible, I did bring my Bible, but it got hijacked somewhere in the building. Um, so Acts 3, Rachel's going to bring it up. Look at that. So I'm going to read it off there. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of the prayer at three in the afternoon. The temple gate called Beautiful. Uh, now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave him his attention, expecting to get something from them. And Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. While the man held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. Uh, okay, cool. Now that's it. That's, that's, that's where we finished. I think we went too far. Anyway, cool. 
here comes the stool. Why don't you close your eyes, bow your heads, and let's pray. Thank you, Father. Um, God, the, the privilege it is to know you, Lord. And uh, Father, January 1st, Lord God, 2017. Father, we love you. God, we just, we ask for more of you. God, that this year, Lord God, will be a year full of wonder, a year full of miracles, a year of salvation, a year of restoration within relationships. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Anyone here have children? Not yet. Not yet, not yet. Um, I was meant to write all my notes on a book, but um, we had a terrible night last night with the kids. Uh, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. If I had a title for this, this, uh, this sermon, I'll call it Holidaying with the Ties. I'm going to call it Holidaying with the Ties. I've been thinking about this sermon all week. Just like, oh my gosh, Lord, where the heck am I going to get time to prep a sermon? And I was looking around, I was like, man, there's like a million sermons running around in front of me right now. There's like my wife, uh, my, my wife's family, they have four children. My, my father-in-law has four children. And each of those children have at least two or three children each. So you can imagine what craziness was like in one house. Uh, and so it was, it was incredible. But um, I, I remember packing for our, our, our trip. And I don't know if you've ever packed for children, um, honestly, just grow some patience on it because, oh my gosh, oh man. So we, my wife packed the, my wife packed the, uh, the bags and, and I'm not really much of an organizer. I just do what I'm told, which is uh, for me, it works that way. So she just said, look, I packed the bags. What you need to do is pack your own bag. So I packed my own bag because um, that'll be a bit sad. I packed my own bag. And uh, <laughs> my wife, in the space of time it took me to pack my bag, my wife packed her bag, the two kids, and the other baby, and all the food and everything else. And I'm still trying to pack my bag. I'm not really, I'm just shoving stuff into my bag. And so I, I picked, she said, that's, that's all the stuff that needs to go in the car. We've got a sort of family, uh, family van. She said, sweet, I can do that. You know, I've, I've, I used to be a truck driver, and now I can, chuck, I can stack stuff. It's, good, it's all good. So I packed it in the truck, I tucked, oh, I tucked it in our little van. And I, went, I was finished, and I said, sweet babe, I'm finished. She said, there's some more stuff. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Grabbed it, chucked it back in the car. And I went back inside. I said, yeah, I'm done, sweet. She said, no, no, babe, it's, I still got some more stuff. I said, oh, okay. It's like, honestly, our corridor was just, just ran. The stuff just appeared. I said, okay, cool. Put it, put it in our car. And then I came in again, babe, there's some more stuff. I was like, where does this car stuff keep on coming from? It's just magically appearing. I wish like money would magically appear in my account. We still only got $20 in our savings. So I was like, okay, cool. She's like, oh, babe, you know, this is the stuff you need to take when you when you got kids. And I was like, oh, man. Like, I can stack trucks. Like, I can put all the stuff in a small truck easy. But when you're trying to pack for kids on holiday in a small car, honestly, it's almost impossible. And all the parents said, amen. Listen to this, listen to the, like the amount of stuff you take. I, I got my wife to sort of add so a list. Can you guys bear with me with this list, honestly? Shoes, winter jackets, summer clothes, PJs, towels, beach towels, togs, blankies, teddies, uh, kids' toothbrushes and toothpaste, uh, kids' hairbrush and detangler spray. All the girls are like, yeah. Uh, snacks, water bottles, port cot Baby wraps, blankets, baby soap, baby wipes, 
baby clothes, toys for the baby, nappies, sheets, and sleeping bags, medicine and medicine syringes, um, bikes, scooters, uh, gifts, and wrapping paper if you haven't wrapped them yet, coffee machine and grinder. Man, honestly, hey. And you times that by three, because we've got three children. You times that by three, that's a lot of stuff. That's not counting the stuff for my wife and I. I'm like, really? What the heck, man? You know what's funny? I was like, I was trying to go through the list. I'm like, which one of these things that you, you don't actually need any of these things? You, you need everything. Oh, you need it all. Because if you, if you, you want to make sure your kids have a great time on holiday, because if they don't have a great time, you're going to have a, not a great time. You're going to have a terrible time. So you want to make sure the kids are happy, as happy as they can be. There you go. There's your scooter and your balls and your whatever else there is. Go. I'm going to go and cry in a cupboard somewhere. It's just like, wow. I didn't, I, I didn't think of any of this stuff. And, and, and on top of that, I hadn't even got Manda's present ready. It was Christmas Eve. I put on Facebook that I was going down to the mall on the 23rd. Um, never, I'm never doing that again. And then I say that every year, though. I say that every year. Hey, all the men are like, yeah. I say that every year. Oh, I'm never going to do this. I'm going to get it all done by November. And uh, it was game over. Um, but I got it done. I got it done, and I was wrapping her presents uh, on Christmas morning. So I got up at, like, 5. And I was like, <laughs> And then the kids, like, woke up, and she woke up, and I just put the last bit of sellotape on. Merry Christmas! So, think about that. Think about that. Um, and so, and, and it's crazy. I've got, I've got, um, I've got three points when you're holidaying with the ties. All right, I've got three points when you're holidaying with the ties. Point number one: expect some unexpected delays. So, our plan on the Friday, the twenty-third, was leave at seven, but prep the girls. Prep all the girls. I've got three girls. Yes, three. Uh, amazing girls, three weddings to pay for in the future. God help me. And, uh, and so uh, our plan was leave at 6.37-ish, and then the kids, we, we would prime them up. We would fed them heaps and make them really, really tired, and then they're just going to sleep all the way to Topol. Uh-uh. So we were, I was packing the car, right, packing the car, and I went back into the house and just finished packing everything else that magically appeared in our corridor. And then I walked in, and Emma was asleep. My two-year-old was asleep on the ground with her blankie. I was like, dang it. And I looked over, and Elisa, our three-year-old, she was asleep on the couch with her toy. Like, I don't know how she sleeps like that. And Manda's sitting there in the middle like, what do you expect me to do? Like, I can't keep them awake. With, I mean, she was feeding. She was breastfeeding our, our, our baby. So I was just like, oh, no. So I thought, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to just shove them in the car. It, 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 just the transition will be, will, be, will be easy. Now, if you don't have kids yet, Learn to transition effectively. It'll make your life a whole lot easier. All right? And the one tip for transitioning, it changes every time. Anyway, so I, put, I, I, I grab Lisa, uh, who's, who's a little bit, she's three, so, and she's got my genes, so she's a bit of a unit. And so I, I'm like, I, I, my wife is, is uh, European, so it's a good mix. So I, I put her in the car seat, and her car's at, her car seat's at the back, so I chuck her in nice and nice and gently and then just as I pull away it's like that pull away time she looks at me daddy and you know you're like dang I want to be a dream right now but I can't I was just like oh 
I'm like, oh, and you know, I know she's awake. And I was like, oh, no, no, it's, just okay. it's okay. We'll get them going. The, the, the vibration of the car will put them to sleep. Uh, we'll play some music. We'll sing some songs, and they're going to go to sleep, and it's going to be awesome. I pick up Emma, our two-year-old. I put her in her car seat, and then I just pull away, and I look at her, and she has those eyes. Daddy. Oh. No, no, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'll put on this seatbelt. The vibration of the car and the music, it's going to all put them to sleep, and we're going to have a great trip up. Put Evie, who's our baby, just walked out. Not walked out, but you know. Um, he's just, uh, we put her in a car seat, put her down, and I, and I open just to peek in, just to see if she's awake. She's supposed to be asleep. I open it up, she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Then I jump in the car, and the vibration of the, the car and the, the, the music, it's going to put them all to sleep, and I have a great time. In Jesus' name. So we get to going, and two hours into the trip, I'm like, I, I'm like stressed out. I want to turn around. I want to come home. I'm like, stuff this. It's not worth it. Like, you got Evie crying. Rah! Rah! You got Emma crying because uh, Evie's crying. She can't get to sleep. Ah! Ah! And then you got Lisa singing in the background because these two are crying. My God is so big, so strong. And then you've got, um, and then you've got Amanda in the front uh, next to me, who's trying to calm them all down. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, I want to jump off a cliff. Oh, it was so stressful. I was like, I don't know if you've ever been in that position before. It's so stressful, and it was so like our plan was, no, no, we're gonna go. This was the plan. My wife is very planned. She's very organized. She's amazing. I just what I'm told and and it was crazy because it, it didn't go to plan man my phone is really annoying it just keeps unlocking I should have written down anyway point number one expect some unexpected delays the blind beggar was an unexpected delay Peter and John were just on their way yeah we just go for a walk go to Temple Gate called Beautiful do some praying but it was an unexpected delay are we ready this year to have some unexpected delays? We all have our plans this year. I have a plan to buy a dishwasher. Whether or not that will happen is a different story, but that's the goal. That's not a resolution. The blind beggar was an unexpected delay. This year, you may have some unexpected delays in your career, in your relationships, and wherever it is in school. Are you ready for God to interrupt your life like that? to bless you, to speak to you. Point number two, your experience may differ to your expectation. Uh, I'm not really much of a go away holiday guy. Um, my wife, when I was at Bible college, my wife sort of took off some time and, and she was lined up her annual leave to come and have a holiday with me. And I said, sweet, you know, we're on holiday for uh, college. We're gonna, she came over. She was like, what are we gonna do for holidays? I'm doing it right now. I'm watching TV. That's all I did in the holidays. Like, and growing up, and in, 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 I grew up in a traditional Samoan home. The only thing you, you had to, the vacuum had to be done, the dishes had to be done, the laundry had to be done, the lawns had to be cleaned, and then you could leave the house. So we never really left the house until about two two p.m. All right, so you had to wake up and get all that stuff done um, because it'd be hell, hell to pay if you got home. Uh, and if my parents got home and, and none of that stuff was done. So uh, half of the time, I was just too tired to go anywhere. I just watched TV most of the time. So I can, I'm a person that can sit down, watch TV for hours. But that doesn't happen when you have children. 
So I, I remember going up and, go, and just thinking, this is not my holiday. Like, like I want to just sit down and watch. I, I remember the one time that I, I sat down and I was ready for a movie and all my kids were asleep. And I was like, yes. And even Manda was ready for bed. I was like, ooh, ooh. So uh, I, I downloaded a movie off Netflix and it's legal, by the way, because it says to download it. Um, so I downloaded After Earth or something. I don't know. I like really stupid movies. Um, and so I, I put them at the transition, guys. Transition. So I picked up Lisa and I rushed her in, put her down. Boom. Success. She was asleep. Picked up Emma, put her down. Boom. Success. Picked up Evie, chucked her down. Boom. Success. And then I said to Amanda, why don't you go to sleep? <laughs> why don't you, you have a nap? She wouldn't have a nap. And I was like, whoa. Put on my earphones, laid down, and it was like the sun was out. I could have gone out and done something, but who wants to do that? Anyway, uh, the the it was a nice breeze coming in, and it felt like I was outside. So I was watching a movie outside. I was like, "Oh, this is heaven." So I started watching it, and I actually, and, and I didn't think I'd actually get through the whole movie, but I got through the whole movie. Praise the Lord! And I was like, "This is the holiday." But there was like the rest of the holiday. That was one time. That was one time out of seven days so one hour or two hours out of seven days I got what I wanted your experience may differ to your expectation the blind beggar uh, his expectation was money he expected to receive money from Peter and John but what he got what he experienced was something totally different he experienced the power of God his ankles became strong. His, his became, became strong. His legs became strong. He walked in praising the Lord. He experienced the power of our God. Your ex, point number two, your experience may differ to your expectation. Point number three, if I can get the musos up, I'm almost done. Wow, it's almost 11. We can knock off early this morning. Point number three, know what you have. Know what you have. So I packed the whole car. I packed the whole car. I knew what was in the car. It was toys and nappies and food and nappies and clothes and nappies. Oh, man. Honestly, the day I say goodbye to my last nappy, praise the Lord. Hey, and all the parents said, hallelujah. Know what you have. Uh, we were, we, I packed the car, but we got up there. My brother was coming over from Whangamata. He didn't, I hadn't seen my brother for three years. So I was like, okay, cool. We're, we're, the, we're not a family get-together type of people. You know, we're just sort of like send a text every now and then. Hey, you're alive? Yeah, cool, sweet. The text you'll get in a few months, sweet. But I thought, look, man, since then I've had three kids. He's had three kids. Oh, hey, we better meet up. These kids better know that uh, I have some family somewhere. Um, so so we, we, we packed all the presents and stuff. And we get there, and and um, we left my brother's kids' presents in Wellington. I was like, oh no! I was like, babe, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Should we, should, should we, um, you know, go and buy some new presents, or should we just courier it up? She said, oh no, it's cheaper just to go buy some. Just go to Kmart or wherever else. I don't know if there's a Kmart somewhere in Taupo. Anyway, there's a warehouse. Anyway, so she went down and quickly bought it. But it was crazy, like leaving those presents behind, I thought I had everything. I thought I, was, I thought I had everything. Point number three, know what you have. 
Peter and John knew what they had. They knew what they had inside of them. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. Greater is he who was in me than he who was of the world. The same power raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. Do you know what lives in you this morning? Do you know what you have this morning? Do you know what you're taking into 2017? What revelations are you taking into 2017 that will equip you to extend God's kingdom? On the flip side, in 2016, what do you need to leave in 2016 and not bring into 2017? Reflecting on the year that's gone, obviously there's some things that, I don't know about you guys, maybe it's just me, there's a whole bunch of stuff I should have done differently. I could have done differently. And that's, that's stuff I'm choosing to leave in 2016. And I'm moving into 2017, hopefully with new vision, a new passion, and hopefully a new dishwasher. Praise the Lord. So if you're ever praying for me, pray for that dishwasher. Why don't we stand to our feet, church? Can we do... Um, come to the altar for to finish yeah yeah you guys can pray right there um in 2017 what are you taking in what are you leaving behind what is God saying to you has God said anything to you why don't you close your eyes this morning church if you're wanting new vision for 2017 why don't you raise your hands or you respond in the way that you want to in terms of opening up to God. And I'm gonna pray for us this morning. Father, we need you. Father, we love you. God, we ask for more of you. Lord, we need your presence. We need your spirit. We give you permission to speak to us afresh, to anoint us afresh. This morning, Lord, God, we pray for new vision. Father, we pray for new doors to open. Lord, we, God, we, we just pray for a new downloading of, of new strategies of how to reach people for your kingdom. Father, we pray for new strategies of how to talk to our workmates, how to talk to our schoolmates. Father, anoint us this morning. Father, we receive your love. Lord, we receive your anointing. We receive your power. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, come to the altar. Let Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was brought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, come to the altar. Was he that church?
Salvation is found in Jesus alone. And this morning, friend, why don't you take that step? There's nothing to lose when trusting God. So this morning, if you want to receive Him for the first time, or if you were to be honest with yourself, you're not really living a God-honoring life. You would be honest with yourself, and you're not really living a life worthy of the call. There's no one else like you. I'm going to get you guys to raise your hand if you if you can recognize in your life that that's you. So with every eye closed, no one else is looking. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to bring you to the front. I'm just going to get you to raise your hand. Awesome. See that? 
going to pray this morning, church. And we're going to do it as we always do it. I'm going to say a line, and now we need to get everyone to repeat after me as I pray. So let's pray together. Dear Jesus, I love you. Thank you so much that you see the best in me. Father, this morning, I commit to a life that's worthy of the calling. I'm sorry. Forgive me for everything that I've done. Come inside of me. Live in me that I may live for you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, come on, why don't we give God a shout of praise uh, this morning. I think we can worship a little bit more. And, and I don't know if this, uh, as preparing for this message, I have a word. Uh, and God is going to require us this year. There's gonna, the word was require. And I don't, I don't have enough time to break that down. But there's going to be a requiring of us as God's people in the most loving way possible. The requirer can have that, those two sides to it. Whoa, 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 what are you trying to, trying to pull me? You're trying to force me? No, no, no. God is going to require a little bit more of us this year, this year. So whatever that looks like for you, it might look like praying a little bit longer for one minute longer. It might look like reading the Bible for 10 seconds longer. I don't know. It's up to you where you are at in your relationship with God. A great place for that, that relationship with God to, to blossom and to flourish is e-groups. It's an e-group. So if you're not in an e-group, uh, talk to one of the hosts or um, talk to Laura or anyone else on the stage, except for me. I don't really know much about e-groups. I go to one and I'm, I lead one, but that's about it. Uh, I know it's great for my relationship with God, which is why I always go. Uh, but I wouldn't know organizationally. I wouldn't know. Uh, go see the hosting tent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that good, church? Once you close your eyes, we're going to pray into 2017 and we're going to go in partying. Thank you, Lord. Father, today we make a statement, Lord, that we will run and we will not grow weary. We'll walk and we will not faint. Father, we will run into your presence. We will run into your calling. We will run into your will, Lord God. Father, that you would protect us, Lord God, that you would surround us with your presence. You would surround us with your spirit, Lord God. Father, this morning into 2017, Father, we prophetically declare uh, salvation in Jesus' name. We prophetically declare provision in Jesus' name. We prophetically declare breakthrough in Jesus' name. Father, that we would not sit, Lord God. We would get up on our feet and we will begin to walk at whatever pace it is that we walk, that we will walk into your presence, Lord, that we would know, God, that you are with us. And Father, you'll never leave us. Father, we would pray that you would work for us, that you would work in us, and you would work through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on.